I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We smell like we sound, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Rabble preview show sponsored by Bet365. There's much to discuss, so come on in. My name's Marcus Speller. Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. 400k. And the man who's hungrier than Big Sam. It's Pete Donaldson. <laughs> Pint of wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, that's Big oh, Sam done. Dear, what dear, games dear. are coming up this weekend? Oh, <laughs> oh wow. dearie do. Um, <laughs> dearie do. <laughs> wow. Uh, it, did one of the meetings take place in Wings? Yes, it did. Yeah. <laughs> the that's decisive confirmed. one. Oh, if yeah. the walls could... Well, they don't need to talk. No, we saw what happened. Yeah. Couldn't MSG, mate. I can't <laughs> spit anything. <laughs> if, if the walls could talk, oh, I'm so awake! Yeah. Are you are you in, implicating MSG in this in some way? <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe that's the big problem. Too much MSG, modern managers. Because you are the MSG expert of this show, obviously. I am. <laughs> Apparently they say now it's not so um, violently problematic for a human being. Yeah, they would, though, wouldn't they? They probably said that about... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a part of big MSG, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's I'm that? chilling for them. Who's they? <laughs> what? Who's they? Yeah, who what do you they? mean? You who said, is they? Well, they've said it's not that bad these the days. The doctors? Which He's saying, all right, my doctor said it's not my biggest problem. Doctor <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Nick Riviera. Why do you keep asking about Better. that? <laughs> Better. That's more accurate. Yeah, OK, yeah. fine. All right, yeah, stay off it. Yeah, everyone. 67 days is a long time in football. Oh. Yeah, it's been pointed out that it's uh, two days less than the Chilean miners. Yes, it is, yeah. They were underground the longer than Big Sam was England manager. <laughs> oh, what an unfortunate... Yeah. Well, that's a diss for them, isn't it? I like Big Sam. They were all successfully rescued. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. He's, he he's wouldn't got... have fit through that bloody little hole, I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> In that shoot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, entrapment won the day. Um... My goodness, obviously a lot's been been said about this already. Should he have lost his job about this? That That is the... Uh, Should have been in the, the room, yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the bringing, di- bringing the proud England manager title into disrepute. <laughs> yeah. Should have been in the room. Because we, we were pretty adamant in the summer that it was going to be difficult, nigh on impossible, to top the embarrassment of the Iceland. <laughs> and here we are. And yet also, so Gareth Southgate has taken over for, for four games. Let's have a little think about that. He turned down being caretaker manager last time because he, he, he wanted it so little. It's so bad, the person in charge is literally the person who doesn't want to be in charge the most, it, basically, in the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's how bad it's got. I feel sorry for Gareth Southgate because he, he really has to take the job, doesn't he? Because if yeah. he doesn't step up now, then it looks like he's a very unambitious man. And, mm. and the FA will say, hang on a minute, we've put a lot of uh, time and effort into you. 
But yes, he does look like the most reluctant England manager of recent years. <laughs> he's got, he's, I think he's got it for, for four matches while they mm. sort of work out a successor. Yeah. Just to go back a game to... against Scotland in there. Right? I, know, I, know, I mean, yeah. I would wait a few weeks to see what comes out of this yeah, whole story, exactly, to be quite yeah. frank. Yeah. Who's the unsolid? Yeah, what does Gareth Southgate spend his spare time doing? Yeah. <laughs> probably nothing, actually. Yeah, I was, was going to say. He yeah. probably gets take out there. Yeah. Somebody described him as a safe pair of hands. I thought, well, in certain not, respects, yes, not very from the, safe. Not from the penalty spot. Not from no. The, oh, he won't be taking Come penalties, on. though. It's no. be all right. Well, yeah, it's, good. He'll have to take penalties training, won't he? No, he won't. These are qualifiers. (laughs) (laughs) It's utterly irrelevant. Marcus, to go back to your original question, as I was saying to you guys earlier, I've been rolling it around in my mind. Obviously, we've had a good run-up at this because it came out predictably about an hour after the last show came out, which is how the football world works. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like the football world doesn't revolve around this show. Yeah. I, for one, don't feel very comfortable with that. Mm. But to answer your original question, um, I keep coming back to the same thing, yeah. which is, given the timing of it, and given the fact that he was um, having, I think, at least one of the meetings before he'd even taken his first training session... That is crazy. Manager, yeah. At any point, he could have just said no. Just, just don't go to the meeting, don't yeah. do it, don't get involved, understand your role as an ambassador and all that other stuff, mm-hmm. and understand the... the because someone made, else made a, another point which I thought was reasonable which is that the FA I mean rightly or wrongly sort of pride themselves and have set their, their own stall out as being the sort of ambassadors of the game really yeah. the overseers of the game the mm. oldest football association and all that other stuff and so for that reason obviously he, he has to go um, but it's his own fault. I, mean, I do, I do sort of feel a bit sorry for him because he, clearly he was very, very excited, very happy, very proud yeah. to get the job as he should have been. Unfortunately, um, he's made some terrible decisions, by, as Pete just said earlier too, by even being in the room. So as a result, there's no other option really. I don't think. The, the, uh, as I think I said on the WhatsApp group, there is no reason for him to be in the room. And uh, it, uh, for me, oh, I just think he just likes hold, he likes holding court. You know, he yeah. just likes he just yeah. likes talking about there was that the game. As well, for yeah. sure. He clearly loves the game a lot, um, but he's going to be out of it for a, as, uh, a, little, we, a little period of time. Well, we, we don't as, know Peter because we only saw certain clips. Well, as we saw, he could have been listening for the rest. As, of as we said earlier, just before we came yeah. on, yeah, absolutely right. Whoever it was who said it, you know, he's just got to answer a question: Why are you there? Yeah, why yeah. are you doing that? Yeah. And and fine, you can qualify by saying, "Oh, yeah," but he was saying he'd have to run this past the FA and he'd do this and do that. Mm. It doesn't really wash with me. I think that's a bit mealy mouth, actually. I don't think that's acceptable at the all. Thing, the thing you're right. There will be people who are listening to this very podcast, and thank you very much for doing so. That they, that will say he shouldn't have gone. He's not done anything wrong. You know, he said as soon as there was uh, very naughty things said, he put the, the napkin on his face and went, "No, no, 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 no." I'm a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big ghost. <laughs> The thing about that was, though, that was to me, that was an example of the guy trying to get him actually almost blowing it. Like, yeah. It's the equivalent of walking into the room and going, right, what do you reckon, Big Sam? Bungs or not? <laughs> yeah. No, not yet. Build <laughs> up. <laughs> as soon as somebody says about, you know, uh, the, you know what, the, the things he said which made him put the napkin in front of his face, he should be thinking, I'm out of here. Out of there, I've yeah. gone. Yeah. Because... because Yes, he, uh, Big Sam, you could say, has not actually said anything that's illegal and there are loopholes and, and he said that it is easy to, or there are ways to get around third-party ownership and there are. Mm. You know, there's ways to get around all sorts of things. doesn't make it right and, and morally and, and so on and so forth. But uh, he can see that these people are probing him yeah. and, and when that is said... That, as if you need any more alarm bells. Yeah, yeah, but he's got to think about what their intentions are. All right, for, he might be waiting for dessert. I don't know. But, but it's all about it's, it's it's all about ego. It's all about kind of um, right. you know being being a man of the people and being being quite a friendly kind of uh, you know interesting guy to get along with. And he likes he, he clearly likes holding court. You know yeah. that's definitely one of his strengths. You know, man, man management and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but yeah, he should he, he should never have been in that room. And yeah, I agree he, with Pete, it, yeah. it's all about. And, and you sort of say that he may not have said anything in particular. It just brings the whole. 
you know, manager, manager of England into disrepute, yeah, especially really because, you know, the amount of uh, stuff that FIFA kind of inferred about how different um, governing bodies got, the, like the Russians and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the uh, World Cup out easy, the Qatar World Cup and stuff like that. You can't be seen to do that. You can't be seen yeah. to have that when... Yeah, when there's a, accusations flying it, from the yeah. FA, if you, if you put in wages and compensation, um, Big Sam was, was clock, is clocked up seventy grand a day for that job. Wow, it's not bad, is it? No, not I mean bad. the irony. Though, he won't take any consolation. No. no, the irony with what he said about Roy Hodgson is he's probably done himself out of quite a bit of money in uh, after dinner speaking gigs now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get those, and that's the real shame and here. Isn't Harry it? Redknapp's on record as saying uh, he did nothing wrong. <laughs> So, yeah, well, Redknapp's done nothing wrong or Big Sam's done no, nothing wrong. Big Sam's done nothing wrong. And I'll present okay. that without comment, but what I will say is if, <laughs> Harry, if Harry Redknapp is your cultural and, and um, sort of behavioural standards ambassador, mm. then, you know, good for you, but I don't think it's worth much. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that um, Redknapp, someone says, uh, what do you think? Well, I haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, Harry. Yeah. It was interesting what uh, FA chairman Greg Clark said when talking about the free press. He said, there is nothing wrong with using what techniques you have to expose wrongdoing. And, uh, you know, and they have, and it's 67 days. Yeah, it's not... I mean, uh, 442 did quite an interesting um, piece um, earlier today about the, the, the managers that have lasted less amount of time and that fewer mm-hmm. days than 67. Um, Brian Clough famously was 44 days at Leeds. That didn't mm-hmm. go very well, of course, as we all know. Do you remember Les Reed back in 2006? Yeah. Charlton, 41 days before big pards rode into town <laughs> to <laughs> save the day. Changed the landscape of the game forever. And a legend was born. Um, and this is a great one. Obviously, earlier this year, Marcelo Bielsa lasted two days at Lazio. Mm. Remember that? Oh, yeah. But this is a great one. I didn't know this. I'm not sure if you guys did, so I thought I'd bring it to the table. Leroy Rossinia was apparently oh, that's a right. torquay manager for 10 minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I knew it was one because day. Because he was appointed as a consortium took over the club, and as soon as it was finalised, they decided they wanted their own man. Mm, 10 wow. minutes. Chimney cricket. Never going to be beaten. Never going to be that beaten. That is astounding. You haven't, yeah. even, you haven't even got time to get yourself sacked in a really embarrassing, horrible public way. <laughs> I think, would, would any um, kind of um, semi-pro or amateur um, teams want to put me as manager for nine minutes? Yeah. So I can like beat that. that. I can shake a hand, take a picture, and I, then you can fire me. I think they might have had a priorities, Pete, to be honest, <laughs> rather, than, rather than beating a record that they didn't really know existed. They either want to go viral or they don't. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any suggestion to say they do, is there? <laughs> Good point. Who yeah. knows? Would you play a, lot them, a lot of them seem to now, though, don't they? You should yeah. sign the contract to be the manager ten minutes from the end of a game, nine minutes from the end of a game, play... Mm nine minutes yeah. and then quit then you get a maximum amount of exposure out of it a maximum amount of fun out of exactly. it exactly and then I go in the crowd and go you want Sham you want Sham yeah. hey yeah, yeah, be yeah, the new Wilson Raider fulfil every role viral viral um, speaking of viral mm. Marcus's, Marcus's throat Spiller. is what <laughs> <laughs> no Aye. the test came back all clear um, he's done he's, Marcus has done a video on our YouTube channel about potential yes. uh, potential uh, candidates to take over from Big Sam ruminating yeah. on all the options um, and you can get that over at youtube.com forward slash football ramble and what we're going to do is give away a free book a book of ours coming out on the 20th of October ah. to one lucky subscriber so all you've got to do is subscribe to the channel comment on a video so we can find you and we'll pick one at random and you can win a free book and some thrush medicine yes <laughs> get over there we'll um, be in the package yeah, if we can uh, if we can sort of I don't know sort of withdraw a little bit from the actual shock of, of th- this whole situation and like oh my god Allardyce is gone like it puts England so firmly back in square one to the point where he was like Allardyce was like oh go on then we've tried everything else mm. and then, where do we go from now Allardyce was the best English candidate well, well indeed well but... obviously I talk about that in, in the video well there's uh, some candidates Jim. here I mean I mean Gareth Southgate is 11 to 8 favourite with Bet365. I mean, Big Rio Ferdinand's in the mix at 100 to 1. Wow. £10 returns you £1,010, <laughs> including your stake with Bet365. Mm-hmm. So he's in the mix up. Other people involved, Billy, uh, Bielsa's in there. Uh, Eddie Howe, who you touched on in, in the video, Marcus. 
Um, what else have we got here? Gus Hiddink, he's in there. Isn't, Fer- isn't Fernan busy with his um, social housing uh, might well endeavour? Be, yeah. He's, he's in Mark Noble and Bobby Zamora. He's, he's, a, he's an, um, an avid multitasker, though. So, uh, <laughs> I think I think Gus Hiddink might be a crafty outside bet. But um, You mentioned quite a lot in the specialist. video, Arsene Wenger. Well, Arsene Wenger, the, the FA want him. Hmm. He's in the FA's crosshairs. And the, the other one who's come to the to the forefront um, in the last sort of day, I suppose, is Ralph Rangnick, I think that's pronounced, yeah. who's the, the former Schalke manager. He's made Stuttgart, Schalke. He's mm. at Leipzig, Leipzig at the moment, isn't he? I think he's a director of football, maybe. Yeah, that's a strange one, that. Well, if he's... Well, if he's, he's just he, available managers in a desperate situation, isn't Well, it? West Brom tried to get him when Hodgson left I remember there, that, so yeah, there's I a remember. bit of a precedent of following mm. Hodgson. What are the odds on Hodgson? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> God. Yeah, there you are. I'll do it for eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think just to, to finish it off, um, the, the Big Sam chat is, it, w- it wouldn't surprise me that, uh, you know, he said he, he's not going to leave football. And, and I think it's one of those ones, if you are Sam Allardyce, I think get back into football straight mm. away. So Big George Graham was back in a job a year later. There you are. And I think Sam Allardyce will do done. that. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't be surprised. He's 61, I think. I wouldn't be surprised in, say, four or five years' time if it came back round for, for Big Sam, rightly or wrongly. I'm not saying that. It just wouldn't shock me if, the, you know, the, we were still in the same situation with regards to uh, a lack of uh, options for England manager. Wouldn't Unfinished business. Wouldn't here's, here's a prediction for you. I can see Big Sam rocking up at Aston Villa. Oh. I think, I think, honor, I yeah. think um, they're obviously not doing brilliantly in the league at the moment. Um, they've got think, a chairman who wouldn't care about that stuff, in, in my experience, of, of seeing him operate. I don't think he would mind. Um, mm. I don't, in fact, I don't think many chairmen would mind. Um, and Villa is a big enough club for him, and he, and he would probably take on the role he took on at West Ham, where he, he essentially got them punching above their weight and back up into the Premier League. I can see him t- going at Villa. I don't know when, but I wouldn't imagine it'll be too long, and I yeah. can easily see him going there. And he's not a Geordie. No, he's not. You know, True. Not. referencing the show on yeah. Monday. Yeah. Um, right, let's go to the Premier League. There's a big one: Spurs versus Manchester City. The Citizens played out a great thrill draw with Celtic. In what the a game! game. Was incredible! My goodness! And what an away kit! Yeah, it was, <laughs> I like my it. word. I like it. Yeah, I don't mind it either. It like was, a rocket lolly. It was one of the games. Of the, it was one of the games of the season. It, it was incredibly good. It really was. <laughs> it, it was the first time uh, Guardiola's Man City have conceded more than one goal in a match. Which is a kudos to, to Dembele. He's having a great yeah. time in a Celtic he's, he's scoring a lot. He's scoring a lot of goals. He looks, he looks a good player at that level. And obviously playing against City, who who um, who are clearly quite a few notches above the level of the Scottish Premier. Well, the best team in England. Yeah, he um, he's he's done very well. It was a great game. I mean, the, the reason it was so interesting is because Celtic just went for it. Yeah, it, it was it was. It was almost staggering. Well, City aren't the first team they've shocked at Hampden Park, are they? No, but, but it was in no, a different sorry, way. To... But even it was like two or three minutes left when it was three all. Mm. I think it was Steve McManaman who was very excited on the co-coms. Mm. He was um, he was saying, "Take it into the corner, take it into the corner," and they just, they weren't. Yeah, they, they yeah. really wanted the winner. It was straight. I mean, yeah, against. Uh... I don't know if it was it Guardiola's Barcelona. Certainly Barcelona. Obviously, that was a game when they was. had a seventy-eight percent possession and obviously lost two 0 And other games when they beat um, Milan one 0 when Milan were, were a decent Champions League side and so on. Th- this was this was actually quite different from Celtic, which was quite incredible. But that atmosphere created at Celtic yeah, Park, it's fantastic. It really does rock the away team. You know, you saw mm. Manchester City when they were playing. You know, when they scored. They felt it was the way they celebrated and the way they they looked pumped up. It was almost like they were in a cup final, 
But that's what Celtic want. You know, you want a kind of a cup final atmosphere. Yeah. Because often in a cup final atmosphere, the form book is thrown out the window and you can create that. Whereas if it's a case of, okay, this is a Champions League uh, group game, we know they're better than us, okay, we'll try and just hang on in there and so on. Yeah. You immediately are, are playing small. But I also, and the crowd, I, the crowd helps so much with, with I, allowing Celtic to play a bit bigger. I agree with that. And I also think, it, added to that, is I actually think it makes it quite hard for the home players as well. I mean, even if even if Rogers, I'm not suggesting that those players aren't tactically versatile or aren't able to follow instructions, but even if Rogers sets them out in that way mm. and they, they come out into that absolute bear pit of a stadium yeah. and hear that atmosphere, mm. you'd have to be superhuman not to want to really sort of infectiously take yeah, over and go, sure. go for put it. The, put the wind, you know, underneath you and just give yeah. you that extra spring. And I don't even think Rogers would have given those, did give those instructions because even towards the end of the game, he brought on Lee Griffiths. He he, he went for it. He mm. really wanted them to get a win, a famous win. Mm. Um, and I think part of that might have been a reaction to the heavy defeat they suffered at Barcelona. Well, they thought, have well, to, don't they? Yeah, we've got we've got to do something here, and they, and they really did. And it was a fantastic game to watch. I, I, I really enjoyed it. It's a great mm. moment for uh, the club, isn't it? For the fans and and for. The manager as well, definitely. Like. So after being hammered seven 0 mm, last yeah. over, certainly. Spurs got a handy win away in Moscow mm. to get their first Champions well, League points of the season. A great win because um, CSK and Moscow. Are unde- I think they're undefeated at home. In oh, they're undefeated overall. I think in the league in, in and, Russia. So and Spurs, you know, there was a few players that haven't played that much in a Spurs shirt as well. You know, they've, they, they've got some decent youngsters coming through. And Pochettino, the way he's, uh, you know, the, the way Spurs obviously finished. Uh, well, not finished in the terms of the last game of last season. That was a disaster. But the way they've, they, uh, they they were challenging for the title last season, the way they've carried on this season, and he's bringing in some more youngsters to the squad, and just there's a, there's still that kind of freshness about some of those players that I think they'll be challenging well, again. They well, look exciting. Well, what you're seeing is you're seeing a team and a club under Pochettino who's just got a completely sort of um, easy to distinguish like identity and what they're doing mm. and each player that comes in seems to really buy into that and really able to is it really able to execute it as Sam's got 5-5 five and five now it's a great finish off the, great run off the last defender yeah. great he's, have, he's having a lovely old time um, but he, now this is a strange one though and there's been a bit of a report uh, on, on this that uh, Song Hyun Min now he's 24 he turned 24 in the summer uh, he could find himself in a difficult situation because Mandatory military service in his home country in South Korea is between the ages of 24 and 28, and he must start 21 months of this right. at some point. Right, and in That's the a pa- long stretch, isn't it? It, is a long, it? it really is. You know, in the past, um, some of the most famous South Koreans just decide to get it done and get it over with. But you have to wait till 24 before you can do it? I think so, yeah. yeah so failure to serve uh, without um, exemption leads to imprisonment. And they are strict about this. Yeah, because lots of players do do it, don't you? you? You hear that and assume, well, you know, a professional athlete playing abroad representing the country would get exemption, but they, they don't necessarily. Well, but My you... granddad wants to bring it back in the UK. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> just put it out there. What, a little stint in the South Korean military? Uh, yeah. <laughs> how is, how is Mr. Farage in the past? all British men between the age of 24 to 28 to go and serve in the South Korean military. Yeah. Is that why you keep going over there, Pete? Yeah, well, I do, do bits at a time. Yeah. Doing a week at a time. Being hit Visit by a man on the moped, does that count as a national service? I think that, that's a war wound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Technically a war wound. Um, he well, could have been from the North, the North, you don't know. I don't know anything about yeah. it. No, I know, you, I know the heavily redacted version that you told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just came from nowhere and I wasn't doing anything wrong. <laughs> Stop touching up my moped. (laughs) Uh, Some have managed to avoid it or have had their military service time reduced. That's if they achieve something great in their sporting field. So those involved in the team that won the bronze medal at the London Olympics, including uh, Swansea midfielder Ki Sung-Yung, have had vastly reduced military services. He he missed the last game of, of last season because he was serving four weeks 
military uh, Four service. Four weeks, that's all he's got to do. Because, well, he won the bronze. Oh. Get yourself a bronze medal. Get yourself a bronze. I don't, know if, I don't know if you get a silver, is it just two weeks you've got to do? <laughs> a gold is just like a long weekend. You get, yeah, gold, you get two weeks back. Yeah, <laughs> you get two You can make someone else do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Park Ji Sung, formerly of Manchester United, and uh, Lee Yong Pro, uh, Pyo, sorry, who, who also played for Spurs, they were exempt after reaching the semi finals of the 2002 World Cup. Okay. So if Son and his teammates can win gold in the Asian Games or the Asian Cup, he'll avoid it. So Spurs fans, get behind them. Victory escaping. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was what very. got to do. He was very close in 2014 because uh, <laughs> South Korea they reached the final, but they they lost. I think uh, to was it Australia. Well, if I you fancy if you fancy Spurs to beat Man City at the mm. weekend in the game of the weekend, in my opinion, they are Absolutely. 21 to 10 with bet 365. So 10 pound returns you 31 pounds, including your stake. Yeah. Would, I tell you what. It would blow the Premier League wide open if yeah. Spurs were to beat Spurs beat them twice last season. Uh, they've the been quite heavily recently. Four at home. Rings a bell. Yeah, yeah it, it does did, ring didn't they? Yeah, I think yeah. they did. So you never well, know. There's been 22, goal, 22 goals in the last five games between them. Wow, so okay, right. Um, and they're both in, in pretty good form in front of goals. So could this, be this could be a thrill. great game. Humdinger. Before we go to the ad break, speaking of goals, little mensch for Newcastle, you know. Oh, beautiful. I, I have to mention that, otherwise you cry. That picture of Rafa floating onto the pitch yeah. <laughs> like an errant balloon. Beautiful. <laughs> that, that game was an. Ast- I mean, I only watched the highlights, but from what I saw, it was an astonishing game. I was just saying yeah. it to, to it on Red in Newcastle and, and fair, fair play. Uh, uh, I guess Listening to it on Radio Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> what? The king of the internet. <laughs> it was on TV. No, it wasn't. It was, uh, surely no, it was on TV. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <sighs> it wasn't on, even on TV. Oi. It wasn't even stop on foreign trying, TV. Stop trying to catch him out. Because with, it was with, a game between two small clubs, mate. <laughs> stop trying to but, catch him out to, to try and uh, smoke him out of watching live streams. Illegal <laughs> streams. Yeah. I was a little red cross. Get off. <laughs> Pete is part live I don't want to meet Mills in my area. Get that napkin off your face. <laughs> Get that napkin. Oh, you can't talk about that. Yeah. You can't talk about that. They <laughs> watch your live streams. Get out. I don't care if they're in my area. What do you know about my area? You can watch live streams 30 or 40 years ago. You can't watch them now. I don't want to join the Brit method. <laughs> but what I was going to say about that game particularly was that Newcastle must have had about five or six guilt-edged chances before they actually scored. Oh, yeah. I mean... And Norwich's first foray into the penalty area, mm. they got a penalty. Mm. The, the very fact that Newcastle were 3-2 down in injury time anyway was an absolute abomination. D- Dwight yeah. Gale had so, so many chances. Yeah. And, and they dropped uh, Matt Sells. They brought in uh, the uh, substitute keeper. Right. So, yeah. It's all going Interesting. Off, but it was, it was 95 minutes and they Not were 3-2 down. Yeah, that is incredible. And then they scored their last... Uh, Mitro's they scored. Uh, celebration, or, or, well, or sort of... Grabbing on the GBH Gale. He was good rocking it, didn't he? Quite something. Oh, and, uh, yeah, uh, goodness me. It was, it was brilliant. Yeah. But Fantastic. Well, Pete, Newcastle are 11 to 10 to win the championship with Bet365 now. Well, they're making it's it hard for themselves, aren't they? £10 times £21, <laughs> yeah. pound including the stake. Pete, yeah. are, you, um, are you enjoying this season more than last? I know it's always, always disappointing to go down, but, you, you know, you're going think, for something now, aren't you? I think I enjoyed the championship last time they went down, and I wish it didn't have to happen again. <laughs> I thought you were say, I wish it didn't have to end that we well, were well, it's, it's like, it, Well, it's dropping into a league where everyone wants to beat you, isn't it? Which everyone seemed to beat us in the yeah. Premier League. Yeah. I was about to say, drop it into a league where everyone wants to beat you as opposed to a league where everyone does beat yeah. you. <laughs> well, I was about to say, in Portsmouth in League 2, it's the same thing. <laughs> both, both things happen. Everyone <laughs> wants it. to beat you and indeed they invariably mm. do. But <laughs> elsewhere, though, in Europe, former Newcastle man Luke de Jong scored for PSV in the Champions League. I was yeah. aware. Greener pastures. We'll talk more Premier League after this. Hi, I'm Jermaine Defoe. This is the Football Ramble. Hi, I'm Jermaine Defoe. And this is the Football Ramble. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back, everybody. Let's talk about Leicester City versus Southampton. Talking about Champions League, Leicester look like they're prioritising it. <laughs> the Dragon Slayer yeah. strikes again. Slimani's <laughs> yeah. record against Porto yeah. is magnificent. It and, really is. And um, he was the, the absolute, um, you know, Bane, Bane of their life when he played for Sporting. And I love that when, when again, I, I love that when a, when a player doesn't matter where he goes, he has that certain yeah. something over a particular mm, they, club. They rode their luck a little bit. Um, late on, um, Porto should have scored. They hit the post and they had a deflected mm. shot. They should have scored and it was very very close. It's a great win though for Leicester. Well, they started off with two wins. They've essentially because of the way the other results have gone, they probably only need about probably one more win. They should yeah. be fine. Oh, they, they, Porto they drew should, the last game, didn't they? Yeah, so. Leicester should qualify. Yeah, make yeah, no mistake do. about that. Uh, and and of course, if you finish top of your group, then. You know, but, you should get a, a nicer draw in the next round. But are they going to suffer a little bit because of the African Cup of Nations? Because they've got a few players, mm. Mares, Slimani, yeah, but uh, the Amati. Well, the Champions League... Yeah, well, it doesn't resume till February, does it? So OK, right. They, I mean, they, they will inevitably, their the players are going away and yeah, playing yeah. football, so there'll, there'll be that. But they may be OK, depending on what which round, of course, they do get to uh, yeah. the Champions League. And it, but obviously, it's important to win your group. And when I saw Atletico Madrid beat Bayern Munich 1-0... I thought this will be the season Arsenal win their group yep. and buy and finish second. <laughs> and you yeah. know what will you happen. Feel the planets aligning, <laughs> can't you? Two bit laugh, won't it? Let's yeah, just, of course it will. Yeah, all bets are off on that one. Basically it happened. <laughs> Another hugely enjoyable session on Arsenal fan TV for me yesterday. Oh, right. Okay. No, sorry, it was, it was this morning, not yesterday. Stop what giving them about? views. No, why? Yeah, I no. genuinely really enjoy watching it. No one's going to seek it out. <laughs> oh, I really want to watch no, bloody Arsenal fan TV. the guy on there who does the, the, the famous Wenger out banner man. Oh, the bedsheet right. guy. Yeah, he's, Eric he's, Banner. He's on there. Eric Banner, yeah. yeah. The guy who's in the Incredible Hulk film. Muggy Banner, as Ian Wright called it. Yeah, nice. Um, I say about Atletico Madrid, played 18 matches at home in the Champions League under Diego Simeone, won 14, they've lost just one, scored 47, conceded four. Magnificent. It's conceded four. Lot, lot in it, four. In one match. It could be been. terrible. Well, get it out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Do you fancy him to go one uh, one oh. game further this time around? I'd like to see Leicester versus Atletico in the final. Oh, imagine it. <laughs> but it'd be hard to know who you wanted to win, because, I mean... I'd like Leicester to win. Would you? Yeah. yeah, of course I would, yeah. OK. But at least you'd have a way if there's a tinge of sadness. But you'd, yeah. have, but you'd have a consolation, though, there. Mm. So whoever won, you'd be fine. Whereas if it's like Real Madrid again, you're like... Ugh. That's a bit annoying for Atletico. Terrible. But, um, Atletico are 12 to 1 with Bet365 to win the Champions League, a one step further. 12 to 1? Yeah, so £10 that will return. I've been finalist twice in recent memory. Sorry. £130 including the stake, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Well, Simeone famously, he, he, was, he, he was very close to leaving Atletico, he was, wasn't yeah. he? I mean, literally after the game. Yeah. Like just just walking off into the sea. And he was persuaded <laughs> He was persuaded to stay because they, they gave him a few signings that he wanted and all the rest of it, and he decided to have one more tilt at it. Yeah. Um, so I, I'd love to see him do it. I really. Yeah, it's heartbreaking mm. to see him get so close twice, especially against Real Madrid. Yeah, oh God, both times as well. Yeah. It's, it is an absolute sickener, isn't it? And especially the way it went in the final. Of course, Ramos with the last minute goal yeah. when they were hanging on, and then penalties. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. 
Uh, well, yeah, so Leicester versus Southampton. Let's talk about that game. Yeah, for, I don't, for... this isn't a great time to play Southampton. Leicester generally mm. do pretty well against them at home, but um, but Southampton are playing tonight in the Europa League. True, yeah, a very very, very long trip as well. Mm, yeah, true. but you know Leicester have also uh, obviously they're at home, but they've, they've still had a game as well. And I don't know they uh, they look defensively strong Southampton at the moment. And Charlie Austin's got quite a bit to prove at the moment, and he's repeatedly proving it. So I think it's um it's uh, it's going to be an interesting game. That yeah, it was it was a bit of a. a a long journey for Southampton, wasn't it, in, in the Europa League? And um, and they, they actually drew the game nil-nil, so not a, not a shocking result, you know, point away from home in, in, in Europe. But away to Leicester, it's a, fun, it's a funny one with Leicester at the moment. But I, Leicester I, are clearly treating the Champions League as a bit of a departure. Yeah. So they, they've won the Premier League now, we mm. all know that, they all know that, and I, I, I always hark back to this, but Ferguson famously said, you know, once you win the mm. league, it's like a whole new set of challenges. Yeah. And those players, they're not going to get close to winning the Premier League this season, we all know that. Mm. So, for me, you can see them slipping up in those types of games, mm. but it's the Champions League they're really treating as a real holiday, a real departure, something mm. to be really excited for every, every week. Yeah, quite. Take your mind yeah. Off it. But, you don't yeah. be, but you don't want to be too blasé. Obviously, they want to win every game, but you're right. I know what you mean as a, as a bit of a holiday, the Champions League, but it's, it is a bit of a shame if a side like that, they win the Premier League, they get themselves into the Champions League, then if that's it and then it's all over and then they just go back to being Leicester and they're maybe just a mid-table side okay that, that's still what, a, what an amazing achievement and so on and so forth but yeah ne- you sound really in for that don't you yeah. <laughs> no 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 but, but oh what, brilliant well <laughs> done Ranieri cheers well but what I mean is having won the league then you have a Champions League um, outing next season do you just want you know nothing and and yeah it's you a know, bit of an anticlimax well, do, I mean do they have the infrastructure to kind of mount a long term challenge when you've got all of those other clubs uh, with incredible facilities I guess the worry for them is that you know say for example Slimani becomes a massive massive hit and you know off the back of them winning the league they've been able to get these players in but then they do finish seventh or something all that all that hard work is completely undone where those great players just get picked off and mm. it just further exacerbates the problem doesn't it yeah so, I, I think the that, problem of being in the Champions League and being reigning champions <laughs> of the Premier League yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh problem yeah. Yeah, indeed uh, but I think I think you're right Jim it's not a good time to play Southampton they are beginning to find their stride aren't they yeah I saw a really strange stat about them today, which was that they've not conceded a goal in three hours of football. It's two games. <laughs> <laughs> not that impressive. It's great, but yeah. it's better to, when they convert it to games, isn't it? Yeah. They he hasn't so- scored in 117 minutes yeah. or something. Yeah, which isn't, either, isn't very long. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, Manchester United, they're playing Stoke at home. Mark Hughes returns to his old club. One can forget about that after his stint as Man City manager. You'd fancy Man United for this, surely. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... Um, I don't think... I th- don't they have a hundred percent record against Stoke at home? It sounds about right, but there's, there's, it's strange times for a lot. It's strange times for a lot of managers at the same time in the Premier League. You've got um, Mark Hughes under a huge amount of pressure. You have got Guidley under mm. a huge amount of pressure at Swansea. You have got Bilic under a big amount of pressure at West Ham. Um, it's what? very difficult it's... to know which manager is going to go first because one of them is going to go. Maybe they'll all go Poss- possibly not for on-field game reasons. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't even get into that bit. Yeah, what? maybe they'll. Oh, all... I wish there was a big news story about a manager that's not me. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, Brilliant. Seven of them. Hey. Hey. Maybe they'll all go at the same time. <laughs> well, may- maybe um, Jose Mourinho and Pep Guardiola will be the only managers left in the Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> and they that... just... After a, a big short trial, they could just duel it out over the Premier League wasteland. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they get divvied up the other. Clubs, yeah, <laughs> ten, <laughs> ten clubs each. But it's actually it's funny you say that. Obviously, Sam Allardyce is now available for, for other work. Um, which, yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Tiptoe through the legals with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, 
he is known for saving clubs from relegation. Yeah. And so if mm. clubs are down there and they're, they're struggling, well, yeah. the big man's available now. end up back at Sunderland, yeah. the way things are going. Oh, did David Moyes, they are. Well, another one, yeah, mm. but I, I think it's probably a little bit more unrealistic with Moyes because he's... Well, it doesn't matter, just, who, doesn't he, matter who's yeah. doing the job, Well, it? but he's only just taken over. Those, yeah, those right. other managers have been there longer, yeah. so it's easier, sort of, I guess, politically for them to be fired because if Moyes just comes in... There's an element of it with, um, I guess, if... If you fire someone very quickly, you look bad. But mm. if you, do you know what I mean? The yeah. old Malcolm yeah, Tucker yeah. thing. So yeah. um, I think he'll probably be safe for now, Moyes, because he's not really doing any different to any other Sunday manager in, in August or September. But the, <laughs> Isn't um, that the problem, though? Yeah, well, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> but the, the main United Stoke thing, I mean, I, I saw that um, Rooney wasn't lamed in the starting 11 in the Europa League for United midweek. Yeah. Um, to me, it comes down to, to, to whether they pick him, whether Mourinho picks him at home to Stoke. I thought he would pick him in the Europa League and then not pick him again in, in the league. Mm. But if he does pick him in the league against Stoke, I'm not. I don't want to exaggerate or be hyperbolic about it, but their tempo and their pace and their and the way they play without Rooney is so much better mm-hmm. that they could get themselves bogged down. Otherwise, I think. such a gift off to Mourinho if he was planning on uh, chucking him out. It's yeah. like the form at the moment and the Basically, way they're playing. Yeah, everyone's asking him to, aren't they? Mm. Like the press. He, he, he said he, that himself. Yeah, yeah, he said like that, the press yeah. have made it very difficult for me to pick him, which is uh, deflects it completely as well. It's very well played in it, a sense. It, it, it was indeed, Jim. Do you not think though, with the Europa League, they didn't have a very good result at all last time round? And uh, the club will think to themselves, OK, it might, might only be the Europa League, but for crying out loud, we've got to show a bit of face in mm. there. And uh, actually, Mourinho's thought to himself, yeah, actually, we, we might need a result there. So I think he, he was he was certainly talking about bringing Ibrahimovic in, having actually looked at the... They, he, I think his left hand did start. Yeah, but, and, but... and Rooney dropped Rooney, so actually he put a bit more focus on that game and thinks at home to Stoke, that they should win that the way Stoke are playing. They should do, but I think they will. But, but the... Um... The old Mourinho thing about them, just maybe he thinks they're just a little horse in the first year. Like he was when he said that at Chelsea, we're just a little horse at the moment, and yeah. next season will be better. He'll get a season for free at United. Yeah. As long, oh, as, it's not, as, long as it's not disastrous, he'll get a season mm. for free. So mm. if they bomb out of the Europa League in the quarterfinal, the semi final, and they finish in the top four. And playing slightly better football than they did last season, maybe. Quite, yeah. More attractive. No, yeah. no one will, I don't think anyone will mind too much <laughs> because it's, you know, you can't sort of. I don't think you can you can really cl- cry and, cl- and clamber for for, for, for long term stability mm. and then not give the manager the chance to do that. Even though he yeah. really doesn't have a huge reputation for doing that, we think this might be the club that he will stick around for if he, if he can. Mm, I think that's fair. Uh, Swansea are at home to Liverpool. Big talk that uh, it could be make or break time for Guidolin. Obviously, mm. we talked yeah. about him on the edge, but. Uh, if they lose this one, there are rumours that he could be off. Well, I don't think that's necessarily fair because Liverpool are a really good side, but I think that probably is the case. Well, maybe not losing, but in the manner of their performance, yeah. it could make or break. Uh, I think. I think. Time, he, I think. He, I think. Bit of a toast. Bit of a bogey um, fixture this though for Liverpool, isn't it? I think they've only beaten Swansea once in the in the five Premier League games at the Liberty. So. Mm. So it's an interesting one. You fancy a home win, James? Well, I don't saying? know. I think at the moment because Liverpool are scoring so many goals and Swansea do look a bit uh, a bit lost, don't they? Um, I think Liverpool probably will win, and it's maybe a bit of a full stat. But it's, it's still interesting. Some teams, well, Arsenal struggle there sometimes as well, and it's yeah, you know, they're, they're quite good at home at rallying and and playing you know above themselves. Swansea should deploy their secret move and and kick the the centre back over. So that it creates a goal-scoring opportunity, like they did against Chelsea and Gary Cahill. The Terminator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, just, and then just I, you, I genuinely thought you were going to say break all the players' arms. Because <laughs> they're swans. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, Jurgen Klopp was on Monday Night Football. He was nice to see. It was nice to see. I'm still not bored of that guy. I, I'm not either. Mm. A lot of people mm. are, but I, I, th- I find them very watchable. I, th- I think uh, I, I think Klopp's great, and it was good to see him on there. He was asked about former players becoming pundits, and said, "I have no problem with this. I only don't like when people don't think." before they speak if you only sit back and say they should have done more they should have done better why didn't they score a goal then I have no time to listen because that's a waste of time for me <laughs> not mentioning his words 
No. He, yeah. was also, he was also asked about that. Really what he was like that. as a player, and he was like quite endearingly modest, wasn't he? Mm. Very average. I was really quick, and I was a good header of the ball, but that was it. Oh, no. he's a professional Bless footballer. Him. Yeah, he was. I mean, bad. he played for Mainz for, and I think all of his professional yeah, career. And then, actually, and then he managed them. I think. Yeah, I do like Klopp, and, and what Liverpool he said as well, or he certainly hinted if he didn't say the actual words, they are now playing the way he wants them to play, yeah. and he and he's got them going properly. And like you said about Mourinho, you know, Klopp will have a, a season for free if you like, and last season, the way he was uh, going about his business. It wasn't a, a brilliant season for Liverpool's standards, but it wasn't a terrible season. This is where he's going to be really judged, yeah. isn't he? And, yeah, and I, they, I, have, they have started well. And, and, you know, I was about to say that they've, they all seem to buy into it. I mean, they, mm. they're... Do you remember a couple of seasons ago, I think it might have been under Rodgers, where they would just blow teams to bits in mm, the first yeah. half? The game would be over by half-time. It was the season they almost won the league. Yeah, I'm doing a bit of that now. Yeah. Their, their dogged determination and their pace and their speed and their, their real uh, desire to recover the ball back after they've lost it is something that if, if they can keep it going all the way through the season, they'll be there or thereabouts. I, I genuinely still think City, Liverpool and Spurs are, are the three best teams in, in the Premier League. Mm. I realise that other teams will come into form and do well and Arsenal are clearly in form at the moment. But over the long, the long haul, I think those three will be there or thereabouts. You see, Maribel Atelli has now scored more goals for Nice than he does at Liverpool. There you wow. go. A change is as good as a rest. <laughs> right, uh, what's our bet of the show, Luke? Our bet 365 best bet of the show is we're going back to Old Trafford and we're going to go Manchester United minus one to beat Stoke. So to beat Stoke by two or more at five to six uh, with bet 365. £50 returns us £91.67, including our stake, with all proceeds going to the excellent Prostate Cancer UK. But you must be over the age of 18 to bet and please gamble responsibly. For more information on responsible gambling, go to gambleaware.co.uk. Lovely. Go Any on emails? those red devils. Yes. Emails, Peter. Indeed, got a few. Uh, hi, Ramblers. I'm not going to say who this is from until the end. When I started dating my missus and she found out that I was a Sheffield United fan, she decided to surprise me with a team shirt for Christmas. Unwrapping the present, I saw the sacred red and white stripes suitably <laughs> jubilant. I showed the appropriate excitement. Uh, it sounds a bit fluffy. Uh, <laughs> later, later, later <laughs> check out my blade. Uh, later that day, when I got the chance to wear it, I found out to my horror that the Sacred Stripes bought a Sunderland badge. Oh. oh! Wearing it with fake pride, I had to juggle an appropriate amount of wearing it without being seen by anyone. Eventually, I managed to ruin it, in inverted commas, when changing a puncture on the car and safely dispose of the offending shirt without upsetting the missus. She continues safely oblivious to her blunder, but my shame burns inside to this day. Is Cheers, it Kevin guys. Carruthers? It's, well, <laughs> he's calling himself not Kevin Carruthers, oh, so he's okay, not right. Kevin Carruthers, so, ne- so now you know. I'm fairly certain that's, uh, that's a real email it has the smell of one that's it not it does you, you do but, over the years you do sort of get mm, a little bit of time for di- sniffing out the, the but then you one. just feel like you've got old and cynical that's the oh, problem isn't it hello the football ramble I scored three goals at Old Trafford last week <laughs> <laughs> please read my email out it's <laughs> 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 uh, I tell you what this is a, this is a cracker this is a cracker hello Gareth um He says, uh, settle down, because it's a good one, Uh and a long one. Uh, As masters of Keeganology, I suspect you may know the story of Keegan's 1974 trip to Belgrade already. I don't. No. No. But I only recently discovered it myself, so just in case you don't, I thought I'd share, and I'm so glad you did. In 1974, (laughs) England were due to play Yugoslavia as part of a European tour, so they flew to Belgrade from Bulgaria, where the last game had been played. At the time, Joe Mercer was caretaker manager, and it was said to say that his attitude to players' behaviour and state of dress was somewhat informal. Lovely stuff. Uh, As a result, the plane ride was closer to what you'd expect from a stag do abroad rather than a professional football team, with the players in their best 70s fashion gear and the booze flowing. Although not for young (laughs) Kevin Keegan, who slept through most of the flight. Can I just say, I would love to have been on that flight. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> a little just, more finery. Yeah. <laughs> Puffing away on cigars. Yeah. Pam. 
perm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glorious. Uh, when they, uh, everyone's smoking. Everyone's smoking yeah. right down the flight. Uh, when they landed, the team discovered that the FAA had forgotten that Sofia in Bulgaria and Belgrade were in different time zones, so their Yugoslavian minders weren't quite there yet. While Joe Mercer <laughs> and the other FAA officials went off to try and find them, the players waited in the baggage area. Bored, Alec Lindsay of Liverpool jumped up on the lo- luggage conveyor belt and started mucking about, only to be told to get off by the other players. What they didn't know that some what they didn't know was that someone had already called security. Keegan carrying two bags of souvenir pottery from Bulgaria. <laughs> you know where this is going. You know where this is going. Had, had done nothing more than sit down on the metal edge of the conveyor belt when Yugoslav security arrived and dragged him off to a back room. There, in his own words, he was forced to kneel like a prisoner of war while being punched, clubbed and kicked. He was then charged with sexually assaulting a stewardess, assaulting a security guard, disturbing the peace and causing an obstruction. Life in jail. Life. you got life. Luckily, by that point, the players had found Mercer and the FA, who themselves managed to uh, find Keegan and alert security as to who he was. The charges were dropped and an understandably sobbing Keegan was released. <laughs> Next day, still played in the England game and scored a last-minute equaliser. Oh. Peak Keegan. Oh. And, then, and then was punched. <laughs> Gareth, that was wonderful. Oh, Excellent. Really Excellent. Say, Gav, you set Spellsy off. Oh, he's, yeah. he's done. Spellsy's he's done. done. <laughs> How many more done. of these are there? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we knew all of them. Ah, dear. <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. Thank you very much for your email. So we'll, we'll get wrong. to... If you want to get in touch... You can't, you can't leave it there because Mark isn't ready. <laughs> all right, OK, I'll yeah. do one more. Uh, Tom Hodgson... <laughs> I'm putting your mic down. Tom Tom Hodgson from Gateshead says, a big hi to the lads at the Ramble. That's kind of what you do with an email, I suppose. My yeah. hi of the week is Sheerness's Stuart Crookshank taking a knock to the nose during a game. Luckily, luckily, luckily uh, for him, a tampon was available to suppress the bleeding as he went on in style to score a blinder in a 5-0 victory in the East Sheppey Sunday League. I've attached a photo of Stuart in action, tampon and all. Everyone there agreed it was a bloody great game. I'll be honest, I wasn't <laughs> listening to that. <laughs> a, ma- a man put a tampon up his nose. Yeah, yeah. Good man. Good, yeah. Was it Keegan? <laughs> no, he wouldn't have put it out there himself. No. No. Was he? Was he beaten, kicked, and clubbed? Marcus, <laughs> Marcus, clubbed. Marcus, two bags of crockery. Yeah. Smashed, smashed to bits. Smashed. Most, smashed. Most, like a Greek wedding. The most breakable of all the souvenirs. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realise until he got home though. No. Yeah, yeah. I got you a present. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you've left me? <laughs> I'd heard you dissolved as a stewardess. Never mind. Wonderful. Kigo. We're going to have to get out of here for my sake. Yeah. Any more for any more? Um, I just want to reiterate that if, they, if, if listeners... Rep- I almost just said if they... If, if listeners... <laughs> they. <laughs> very rude. Um, if, why we do the show, guys. If listeners rep- uh, will subscribe to our YouTube channel, yes. youtube.com forward slash football ramble, and comment on a video, we will pick a subscriber at random sometime in the next week or so to receive a free book, which is out on October the 20th. Mm. Um, so it's worth doing that. Other than that, I've got nothing. We'll see you in Winchester on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. T- well, it's come out tonight, isn't it? So tonight yeah. we're going to be in Winchester. Worcester. Still a couple of... <laughs> Marcus, would you like to end the show? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wish I had a club. Peter will go to Worcester yeah. and he'll be in a theatre uh, performing on his own and just sat in the audience with a nice big bag of popcorn, <laughs> Keegan. Keegan, yeah. I'm he knows what's on his show, popcorns, Pete. bud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember to go to thefootballramble.com for all your football goodness and yeah. so much more say goodbye Ooh. Jim goodbye say goodbye Luke goodbye say goodbye Pete see you later we're all off to Club Keggy <laughs> <laughs>
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 